All right, let's do this again. It is Tuesday, July 21st, and we all got to watch some Orioles baseball on Masson yesterday. Now, yeah, I get it. It's uh, whatever, exhibition, fake baseball, uh, preseason, summer camp, whatever you want to call it. But either way, it was Orioles baseball being played in Camden Yards on Masson. And it was different. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But I wanted to get started with a different thing, a different item, because I like, uh, I like Orioles podcasts. I like a lot of podcasts, but Orioles podcasts, I like a lot. Um, I've helped out and worked on a lot of Baltimore sports podcasts. So if you're listening to a Baltimore sports podcast, there's a good chance that I had some type of involvement in that, either in the past or currently. Um, you guys listen to section, if you listen to this, I assume you're listening to section 336 or you're listening to film study. Um, those are two podcasts I work on. I also produce the big fat winners podcast on gambling, which is a good show. You should check it out. Getting ready for football season. And then anything over on Baltimore sports and life. I'm currently producing and editing those shows as well. I love Baltimore sports podcasts. So I check a lot of Baltimore sports podcasts out. And I was listening to one, and every now and then, you know what it's like. It's like talking any type of sports in the Baltimore region. You have a problem. We have a, let me say for myself, we have a problem. We are sensitive to Washington sports. If you're like me, I was raised to hate the Washington Redskins because clearly that was the reason that Baltimore took forever to get a football team back. So I get it. So I was listening to a Baltimore sports podcast talk about this and talk about the name change. And the truth is, I don't really care either way about the name change. I'm glad it's not my team. I would hate it if it was my team that was changing the name. Um, but the Washington football team is going to make a ton of money because every piece of merch that's out there right now that's Redskins, their fans are going to buy because it's getting removed from sale. So they're going to make all that money. And now they get to unveil a whole new team and new logos and new names and everything, which means you got to buy all new jerseys. So they're going to make a ton of money out of this. So I don't feel bad for the football team because they're not doing this because of name and rights. They're doing this because they got forced into it. And in the end, they're going to make a ton of money out of it. So I don't feel bad for them. Now there's this guy in Virginia who spent the past, whatever, 10 years, 5, 10 years, hoarding up possible names. I think at one point he had 40 names, including the Warriors, the Red Wolves, the Red Tails, all these. And according to the news, he spent like 275 bucks to trademark them all. I don't understand how that works because I always thought to trademark something, you have to have a business behind it and you can't just trademark names without a business, but who knows? Maybe that's just me not understanding. Um, but anyway, there's two ways you can go at this. You can go with, oh, this guy's a jerk and just trying to take a awkward situation and make it all about himself. Or you can laugh at this and laugh because it hurts the Redskins or the Washington football team, sorry. Or you're a fan and you don't like Dan Snyder, so, oh, this hurts Dan Snyder. Sorry, but if Dan Snyder's no longer the, the owner of the Washington football team, 
guess who becomes the worst owner in sports? Yeah, it comes about 40 minutes up the road to Peter Angelos and the Baltimore Orioles. But anyway, I don't care about that. What I do care about is I don't like this guy. I think it's a jerk move to hoard up all these names with no purpose, but to one day screw the team. And I get it. He says he's giving them away for free, but he's also saying that he hired a lawyer to listen to offers. So you can't do both. You can't accept offers and give it for free. It doesn't make any sense. You're out for your own gain. You're a jerk. I don't like this move. But anyway, I was listening to a Baltimore sports podcast that liked this move and thought it was great and thought it was funny. Here's why it's not funny. What if it happened to you? You see, I mentioned all those podcasts at the beginning that I work on and stuff because Section 336, 336 Daily, uh, Birdland Sports, Film Study with Ken McCusick, uh, Big Fat Winners, all these shows that I'm involved in, one thing that I do is make sure to save, get the name. Before I go and start posting anything out there about it, I go and I buy section336.com. I buy birdlandsports.com. I did not buy 336daily.com, but guess what? I'm not talking about it, so I will be buying it tonight before this podcast is out. So that's where it hurts, is imagine, put yourself in the Redskins situation. Imagine if you, in my case, have a podcast, and I've got a podcast, but I didn't buy the domain name. And someone else came and took that domain name. That sucks. That's annoying. It's the same with Twitter handles and everything. You don't want to be... I got a, I Nice. I have a name that's not so common. But I don't want to be the real Josh Soroka. Like, that's lame. I want Josh Soroka as Twitter. It's really simple. If you want to find me on any social media, it's my name, Josh Soroka. Because what I do is as soon as I hear about a new social media, even if I don't care about that social media, I go and I register my name. Because I want to control that territory. And that's how I feel about this guy in Washington. He's just screwing with the Redskins. If one of you went on uh, whatever the new hottest trend TikTok replacement thing that I don't understand because I'm 40 years old and registered the name Josh Soroka, there would be no reason for you to do that except to annoy me. So that's how I feel about this. So again, I come back to, imagine if your podcast didn't buy the domain name. Hmm. What if another podcast bought your domain name and then pointed it to themselves? So that if anyone went to go look up, let's just say bleacherbirds.com, it wouldn't go to your podcast. It would go to one of your competition podcasts. That wouldn't be any fun. But you know what? Eh, maybe it would be fun for the person that bought the domain name. So that's my thoughts on this guy. Is... If you're going to have fun, if you're going to laugh because the Redskins lost their name, you better be prepared to protect your own name. Or you might find yourself in a podcast war. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get on over and talk about the Orioles.
All right. So the Orioles played their exhibition game yesterday. They lost 4-2 to two to the Washington Nationals. And I'll tell you what, I am very glad that they lost the game. And I am glad that they only put up two runs. And I'm telling you why. Because I am a true Orioles fan. I understand that they're going to suck this year. I've come to terms with that. I know we're rebuilding. But I also can get excited. And when Alex Cobb goes four innings and only lets up two hits, I get excited. When Richard Blatter comes in and pitches, uses only 19 pitches in two innings, I get excited. When uh, Jose Iglesias goes three for four, I get excited. When Chris Davis gets on base, I get excited. So all this type of stuff can get me excited to say, hey, maybe, uh, maybe the Orioles can surprise some people. But I know it's real. I got to focus on reality. And I know this is an exhibition game. But I got to say, whether we're winning or losing, and Alex Cobb looking really good is a lot fun, more fun to watch than an Alex Cobb that looks bad. And Richard Blair that pitches that well actually could be a trade chip late in the season. He only has to stay hot for a month, and then he's gonna, that could be an option for another team. So those are some interesting things. And you got to admit, if Chris Davis gets on base, I'd much rather watch that over and over again rather than Chris Davis striking out at a third called strike. Um, they did an interview mid-game with, uh, with the GM, Michael Elias. And they asked him if there's a chance we could see Adley Rushman up on the Orioles in September. This is a stupid fan question. It's not a real question. We all know the truth that there's no point in bringing Adley up and starting the Adley clock this season. So how do you answer a stupid fan question? Well, Michael Elias was a genius at this because he gave a stupid fan question a stupid fan answer. When your team is projected to win 20 games this season, and a lot of people are not even sure if they can hit that, but that's the over-under mark. And a fan asks if Adley Rushman's going to come up this year, how do you answer that question? With, yeah, that's a possibility if we're in a playoff hunt. Come on. (laughs) I love that answer because we all know the Orioles will not be in a playoff hunt, and the Orioles will not bring up Adley Rushman this year. But it gets the fans excited. Well, what if? You mean maybe we could see Adley Rushman? You're telling me Michael Elias is saying maybe we can be in a playoff run? So the stupid fan that asks the stupid question gets the stupid answer. I love it. Love the way he handled it. And it's one of those things about Michael Elias that I like. Because he answered it straightforward. He didn't laugh. He, no joke. Uh, just answered a straightforward professional question with a straightforward equal answer. It was great. Um, other things at the game is it's weird to see fans not in the stadium. It's weird to hear fake fan noise. I saw a thing on Twitter today that 
it looks like they're doing something where you can like vote in the MLB app or something, and then the more votes get the louder fans. I don't know how all that works and how that makes sense, but it's supposed to like raise the volume in the stadium. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to do that. Do they have like a clap button that you just tap, 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 tap? And it, and maybe it can be like when you're at the stadium and they and the Oriole bird holds up that uh, get loud sign and they do the little meter that moves, but it's not a real meter because it always moves the same same way. Maybe for once we're going to have a little meter that really does respond based on us and pressing tapping on our phones while we're watching the game. I don't know. But we'll see. Either way, it's good to have baseball back. Uh, nice, shiny, new um, video boards out in the bullpens. Notice that. I like the projection of the Oriole bird wearing the mask on the warehouse. That looked cool. But it's weird. Um, they've got these designated, expanded uh, dugouts that move into the seats. I would like to see the players be allowed to sit anywhere in the stadium because I think it'd be a lot of fun to see um, Alex Cobb, after he pitches, go to the shower, come out, and be sitting in left field or something. I think that would be fun to expand things out. I really wish the Orioles did cardboard cutouts or something. Do something fun. Scott Garceau and Mike Bordick did the call. And I got to say, I'm a Scott Garceau fan. And as much as I miss Gary Thorne and Jim Palmer, I thought they did a fine job. I had no issue with Scott Garceau and Mike Bordick. So uh, anyway, season starts in just a couple days. I guess today's Tuesday, so we got one. What's that, four days? Depending on how you count, four days, three days, whatever, until the Orioles season kicks off. Today we have another game with the Nationals. Um. So what time is that game here? I'll let you know real quick so you don't have to pull out your phone. That is another 6.05 start. It is on Masson again. It is, of course, in, Na- in Nats Park this time. And it's Stewart is starting for the Orioles and Corbin for the Nats. And the Masson crew will be handled by the Nationals. So check that out again. Again, Orioles baseball on TV. There's nothing really else that we can ask for. I mean. It's what we've all been waiting for months and months and months for. So, going out there, let's watch the Orioles. From behind home plate, your Orioles talk, section 336. Next generation of Baltimore sports talk. 